Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Cincy Brewcast. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. Uh, it's really strange because I don't have headphones on. I'm not used to podcasting this way. Um, I, this is the first show where I've been outside of the studio since being quarantined for like, I, I think when it was all said and done, it was like two and a half weeks. And normally, that would be awesome because I didn't have to go to work. I didn't have to go anywhere. All of our groceries, we just had them delivered. Just get to hang around the house and drink starting at noon every day. It was awesome, except for the people that I live with. (laughs) (laughs) It was so difficult. We were all about ready to kill each other. Except, Dude, I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> except for except for the littlest one, Baby Gnome. I don't think he gave two shits. He was happy the whole time. He didn't care. <laughs> but everybody else is just done with each other. Um, uh, welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, hang on. Selfie time. Okay. <laughs> Sean Willingham from Municipal Brewers. Hey, guys. Um, and Andy Reynolds from Alexandria. Um, you are... I believe now solidifying your title again as the most uh, appearances on the show. Although it's been a while. Uh, um, is it me or is it him? No, no, he is definitely the most appearances on this the show. He's like at like I don't know, like seven hundred and three, I think something like that. Or something like oh, that. Geez. I don't, know how many I don't think I've been on it though for. I mean, at least almost a year, maybe. I think last. That's, it's uh, been a while. I don't remember off I top of my head when been it was. A while too. I think Punch Out was the last time I was on it. Maybe it was. Yes, punch out. So you were on. It was you were on warm outside. No, 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 no. He was on like this summer sometime. Okay. We did a show from the, the from the patio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. When was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the summertime. We had the casual pint guys. Do you know what month uh, it was? I do not. It was warm outside. I, that's all I know. I'm horrible. Bad nobody, dates. nobody that's listening to this cares. They can Google it if they want to see when the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the episode was. But um, let's drink a beer first. Oh, we, yeah, we got different beers beer though. Um, we so I guess behind the scenes, we're we're not at either one of your places. We're no, we're not at no, we're Braxton, not. Cincinnati. Um, we're not at Alexandria because they won't let us inside the building because Kentucky hates. Drinkers and, uh, and eaters. That in Hamilton. <laughs> I, I, I hate. I hate to say it. I, I. I almost have to agree with the governor's policy, just because. Now wait, 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 wait. Do you think <laughs> that people can come into this tap room right now and stay safely, socially distanced, and drink in safety? In here, yeah. In our tap room, absolutely. But the problem is, is they they can't. They can't judge on an individual basis. You should leave it up to the individual businesses to try to make things as safe as possible. You, you should, but the, the big issue is, is right before this last shutdown happened, there's a couple bars in Covington that I know people have gone into that have taken pictures where nobody's wearing a mask and they're packed. Um, and that's I'm trying bullshit. to think of a nice way and that's, to say it. And that's bullshit. Well, but then, then you also have, like, we had two customers come into the tap room who said one of them's, Husband was home with 104-degree fever. The other one's son just got sent home from school because he sat next to somebody who tested positive, and they were refusing to put masks on because they thought it was funny. That's – Oh, jeez. So that, this is the issue. This is the people you got to deal with. You know, you've got, right. you've, got this, you've got these certain people that are like, yes, this is a real thing. we got to deal with it. it. It sucks, but we'll get through it. And you've got other people who are just exploiting the living shit out of it, saying, you know – I don't care. It's not a real thing. Right. 
it's not going to kill me. It hasn't killed anybody I know, so why should I care? And that's their attitude. They, they all think it's being overplayed. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, think, I, I don't think the two are necessarily, uh, not that they aren't related, but they're not one and the same. Like you, Yes, there are people that are not taking this seriously. Yes, there are businesses that are not taking the precautions that they should. Um, but I don't think that means you should shut down well, an and, entire and the, state. The thing is, is I feel like the brewery, the brewing industry in general has been one of the leaders on enforcing policies. I it's feel been, safer sitting here than I do at work. I, in, the, the problem is, is that you just, they punish everybody, even though, and, and I'm sorry here, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Hey, we're supposed to be having a beer. Huh? <laughs> we were supposed to be drinking a beer. This is all about dr- drinking <laughs> but, uh, a beer right I, now. So. But I, I'll be done with it after this. <laughs> it, it's just, I feel like we're all getting lumped together and, and the brewing industry in and of itself has been one of the best in terms of enforcement of every possible policy you can imagine. Yes. And, and I mean, what do you think, Sean? I mean, I, I think. Oh, so this is co- uh, COVID uh, conversation. So I'm <laughs> torn. Uh, being a medical individual and a business taproom individual, there's a lot of overlap that I have. Uh, on one hand, I understand business and I need people in the seats. Uh, on the other hand, I need people to not be around. So well, I, I'm torn. I, I'm torn with it too because personally, I believe it should be a business's responsibility to enforce this stuff. I think I don't think the government should be telling us what to do with this. But at the same time, after what we've been through this past, like since we've reopened back in when was that June or July. Mm-hmm. I understand why the government has to enforce it because you've right. got people that are just fuck you. I'm not wearing a mask. There are some fucking Go fuck assholes yourself. out there. Sure, you're, you're yeah, and, and and you have this going on, and they're the people that are infecting everybody. In my mind, yeah. So as a business owner and in the brewing industry, I believe that we are doing an amazing job, and on the restaurant side, bar side, we're doing exponentially better than anything out there. We have set in place guidelines and pushed any everybody out to the social distancing and the and have the best way to enjoy the just being out. Everybody wants to be just be outside right. and or just to go out. And I think that's uh, I think we've all done that amazingly well. And I, I think for a lot of people, it's getting to the point where this is old, too. You know, so it's like, well, why are we even dealing with this anymore? Yeah, I'm not wearing my mask. And, and to me, ma- putting a mask is a minor inconvenience at best. Right. And maybe I'm wrong for saying that. I don't know. But but how hard is that to say, OK, I'm going to walk in a place. I got to wear my mask until I find a table. And then when I get up and order a beer, I got to put a mask on. I don't think that's asking a lot. No, I agree. I agree. And I think we can, again, the restaurant bar community i think we're doing an amazing job see of I, I keeping disagree. people safe i don't think it's the restaurants and bars i think i think breweries and in my my neck of the woods the distilleries are doing a great job with it but i think when you come to the restaurants and bars at least where i'm at there's signs on some bars that say we're uh we're not going to ask we- you to wear your mask because 
we're going to assume you have a medical condition. All of our staff has a medical condition. They've got signs printed up that mm. says that. And I'm sorry, there's something wrong with that approach. I, I, just, I, don't I just don't know what the I don't know what the solution is. There's not. I mean, it, I'm eating these cookies. <laughs> we have, um, um, like I said, we're at Braxton, Cincinnati, so this is. Uh, I know you guys are listening to this like all, a week from now, so um, we're coming off of Dark Charge weekend. So there's still a bunch of Dark Charge on tap, and there are also snack boxes that um, are full of tasty little pastries. So, By the way, <laughs> I'm still drinking that. All right, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet about the, that stuff. I mean, These, this cookie box is delicious. <laughs> it, it, it deserves to be kind of, and, and maybe other people are discussing it way more than, uh, you know, but I don't know. I, it deserves to be talked about, and I think we all need to keep having conversations about how how we're handling COVID, how people are handling it, be it, you know, as, as, as customers and as people just out and about every day, how businesses are handling it and how the government's handling it. I think we have to keep having those discussions, but um, I, I, maybe this isn't. Look, know. guys, we, again, I, I come from two different worlds. I'm, I'm a medical guy and I am a business owner. And that, there's a lot of overlap on this. But on the medical side, there is hope around. To clarify, the medical side is not the medicinal beer that you uh, make Correct. for us, too. Yeah, okay, just no, making sure. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I kind of wish I'd done that, but no. Uh, but on the medical side, there is hope around the corner. And this time next year, I'm hoping, I'm truly hoping that it's going to be business as usual, mm-hmm. back to norm, back to hugging individuals. And having people at the bar, like bellying up to the bar, because that's what I miss. Right. I miss going to a bar restaurant and sitting at the bar mm-hmm. and just being, you know, like, I, let me have a sandwich and a beer and let me just be. I just, I love, I've, I've talked about this on the show. I love bar culture. I love, I love, I love going to a bar. I love sitting down. I don't even have to talk to a single person and just watching all the stuff happening around me, listening to the conversation. God, man, I think it's always watching. good people watching I no matter what. It. I love it people. so much. So do I. And, and that's, that in this last year has been the one thing that I, it is, it has affected me so much not having uh, that little outlet in my life. I, I, but, what beer are you guys drinking? Because um, right, what did we get? What what, I can't remember. Edge, edge of mysteries. I don't edge, know. Edge of mysteries. I don't know. And what I'll tell you what. With, with all due respect uh, to Evan, it does not pair well with the cinnamon <laughs> blueberry pastry. I mean, it, it it seems like it should. Breakfast pastry is what I'll call these. I don't know. The box is They're called breakfast pastries. Breakfast each, box. Each one of the pastries is oh, designed the, to the pair one, with one of the beers in the, I, I the, understand. the breakfast box. But I'm telling you, those other two paired okay with it. Believe it or not, even one was like a cinnamon roll, and it paired okay with the IPA. Not the blueberry and cinnamon <laughs> doesn't go. So the description on Untapped for Edge of Mystery says this new year-round Braxton Labs New England IPA series beer is a culmination over over a year of experimentation. We found the perfect malt bill to provide body and color to this top-heavy citrus-forward hazy IPA. We use minimal hops in the Whirlpool to provide a touch of bitterness before overloading this IPA with over two pounds per barrel of the popular Citra hops. 
What you get is a perfectly soft and juicy IPA with ample haze, an array of orange, mango, and pineapple hop flavors. Enjoy this beer on draft all year round, and occasionally in four packs found in the Braxton Labs taproom only. That's what it says. I'm going to go look in the cooler and see if they're here, too, because it says <laughs> only. <laughs> Since Braxton Labs is not currently open, I bet it's back there. Um, and then I grabbed the uh, crumb cake, crumb coffee cake, crumb, crumb coffee crumb cake, something like that. It's, it's tough it's to a say cream, because it's got cream ale in it. Cream too, ale, so coffee crumb, cream uh, ale. With, with some coffee and then uh, cinnamon and uh, probably some lactose, maybe. Um, Sprinkled with a little... Huey Lewis in the news. It's good. It's um, it is definitely <laughs> this is definitely a dessert like cream ale. Um, it's good. Is that a that seems like it might be a oxymoron? Dessert like cream ale is not an oxymoron. <laughs> Although I think every beer can also be dessert. <laughs> it just may not have dessert like flavors. <laughs> Honestly, I think any beer could be a dessert. I think so. For the longest time, I would not drink a beer with my dinner, but. Everybody would order a dessert, and I ordered a beer. And mm-hmm. just to savor the flavors of that one beer after dinner oh, yeah. was amazing. Oh, I, there's, you know, beer with a meal is, to me, can be like one of those really, really uh, transcendent experiences, I guess. Like it changes, absolutely changes the food. It changes. It can be a beer that you've had a million times, and then you drink it with a meal Man, that you it, might not it, have it had it with before, and, and it's just, just, it's just amazing. It, you get flavors that you didn't get before. It's just so much yeah, fun. I agree. I agree. It just doesn't always but, pair with your uh, dessert box if it's a, <laughs> an IPA. It's a breakfast box. <laughs> It is a and, breakfast box. It's and I'm going to tell you. I mean, I the rest of it actually paired okay with it. It wasn't like, you know, you're not looking for pulling out cinnamon character from right. uh, from a IPA, but at the same time, the um, just the, the the blueberry one or whatever that was. I I don't know what it was. Probably some kind of blueberry muffin. No, it was delicious. Regardless, it's, <laughs> it's just coated in cinnamon. It looks like a giant Does donut it not hole. Say on here what they are. It doesn't. At least that I could find. And I just spilt. Crumbs all over the um, place now. So the the I guess the topic that we were going to kick the show off, and the reason that we're kind of all hanging out here tonight is um, Big Sis. We never did a we never well even twenty twenty we never did a Big Sis podcast this year. Oh yeah, right. we have yeah. not talked about Big Sis yeah. twenty twenty on this. Well, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit, but a little bit. And you did an amazing job on, on the uh, uh, that video. Video, video. Oh, your yeah, video was fun. amazing. By the way, I wish I had more time to make videos because I haven't was, done one in like yeah. Months. It actually get me. It got me in the feels, man. It actually made me slightly uh, cry a little. Uh, <laughs> so face it, teared up a tad. That That's all. <laughs> if anybody Jeez. wants to yeah. see that, just go to YouTube and uh, yeah. and follow the gnarly gnome on there because you can see um, my bald head. There's there's all fun, kinds of fun stuff I'm doing on I, there. I realized how thin my hair was when I saw that video. <laughs> it was your it was your summer cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you want to see a summer cut? One of us I, can tell ourselves I, I that my I can't. Bald this summer, but anyway. Yeah. Um, this year was the first year that we really branched out with what Big Sis is. Um, yes, it's it's been um, a pilsner, or we'll say close to a pilsner each year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did lager for ha- a hair last year. We never got into that on your show either. Yeah, we did. Oh, that might have been the last show I was on. No, you were on one, but since then, had to be. I don't no, think so. I, 
talk about. I mean, don't we don't have to dig into last no, year? I'll I know we talked it. about I the show. I don't care. I don't care. But um, talk well, about kind of talk about branching out from doing a pilsner into what we did this year, which was a tropical stout. I guess that's my topic. That's your. It can be. It can be everybody. I mean, like, because I know that you had talked about branching out a little bit too at one point, didn't you? Yeah, I I talked about it. um, I don't know, three or four times. Even at the Brax, the second Braxton meeting when we brewed it down at Braxton, we uh, Evan, Adam, and I discussed it, and ultimately we just kind of said, you know. Mike's favorite was always a, pil- a Czech Pilsner, so that's what they were going to stick with. So then it comes to Alexandria Brewing Company, and a certain someone put a bag of malt that was discolored <laughs> into it the first year, so we wound up with a... Copper Pilsner. A Copper Pilsner. And then the <laughs> second year, I had a tank that um, finally went bad, I guess is the best way to put it. And we got a... Uh, we we did a blonde ale that I just mimicked Big Sis because I had extra hops, I had extra, but I, I just said, you know, I'm going to ferment the two side by side just to, for comparative differences. Um, usually our blonde, we do like a later hot Whirlpool hop edition, and, and for that beer we didn't. We followed exactly what the Big Sis Pills recipe was, and that wound up being a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, we even tried to add flavorings to Big Sis, and it just, we could not get rid of that. It, it, what do they call it? Uh, diastatic. The beer went diastatic. It uh, over fermented, dried way out, and uh, it was not palatable. We we sat there and we tried to drink it and we couldn't. And if you, if I can't drink can, a beer, can we it's go not back palatable. to that for one second? Yeah. I don't know if we really talked about that. It dried out too much. Yeah. So there's this there's this thing with yeast. Yeast. And it, it, it's Let's just their, describe yeast real fast. They're honestly they're union workers. <laughs> okay, so you just got to realize they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to take their own breaks, but if they really want to work, they're going to really, really, really work. So they honestly believe it's the next evolution of yeast, and they think it's our, it's basically brewing's fault because we've been manipulating yeast to do what it's not really designed to do for centuries. True statement. And um, they're saying that, you know, it, it, it kind of started with ale yeast that's moved on to a couple of lager strains, but it's hit or miss. And, and basically it's just the yeast will like get itself so stressed out that it'll be able to ferment higher or, or more complex sugars. So instead of like your two or three chain sugar, which, you know, Yeast really can't even touch a three-chain sugar. You're talking one and two is its it's its bread and butter. It's getting into fi- it's getting into complex carbohydrates. So it's digging into some of the actual things that are the flavor that you recognize in a beer. Exactly. So it's not really that it's just dry because that's you know brewed IPA and stuff like that is a dry yeah, beer, but the flavor is. Well, <laughs> but brewed IPA is you're putting an enzyme in there to cause that to intentionally happen. But that's what I said. when you say that oh the you know the, it dried the beer out too much. In my head, I'm like, well that that shouldn't be bad. Like that. Oh no, it was t- awful. <laughs> it was to the point where you're like, you need a glass of water after you take two sips that's of it. Funny. I mean that it it was that dry. It wound up. It was supposed to be what a five percent beer, Somewhere and I think it wound there. up at fifteen and a half. I uh, I remember you. Yeah, I remember that part of it. <laughs> yeah, did it go negative? Yeah, way negative. Holy horse! Like ninety eight point 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 nine eight. 
I mean, I, I just, yeah. In, okay. in, yeah. <laughs> and we tried. We tried to make it palatable. It we, we, added, we added sugar to it with fruit and also, well, let me back that up. We added sugar to it by adding fruit to it, thinking, hey, maybe we can make this a tropical pilsner. No. You, it was still so dry in the back end, you couldn't get past it. Was this yeast that you had harvested from something no, else? Like it no, was something it, it that wasn't. came from? It was a fresh pitch. And are, the, we, are we sure that it was not like some kind of yeast so problem, some it, kind of mix-up or something? It, it could have been. But at the same time, we had, and, and Sean saw the tank. I, I had him, yeah. I had three guys go up and look at it. My tank had... And, and to this day, we've got to acid wash it every other brew cycle, which, you know, you acid wash a tank, what, every three months maybe? I do quarterly, yes. Yeah. So we've got to do it every other brew cycle in that tank. And, and the main reason behind it is is it looks like uh, the guy that grinded it down or sanded it down nicked it right underneath the um, the sampling port. There's like these three spots where it just, if we don't do it, it looks like we've got like a oval of yeast that just builds up in there. Yeah. Um, it holds beer stone, it holds yeast, it holds whatever. So it could have been a carryover. It could have been the combination between the lager yeast we used and the uh, the last beer that went in there too. I mean, we don't know. But it, it actually went through that diastatic, made it into almost every one of our beers that winter. And we had to just reset everything and we figured out it's that tank. And from that point on, it was just... We we had to we had to change our entire cleaning SOP. But since you since you changed your process with it, you haven't had that problem. No, no problem else. at all. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's just it's. But that's so that's the just, un, that's, that's just the unknown, understanding process. That's well, it's the unknown variable in beer is always yeast. That's that's you never you can you can hope you can count on what it does, but you can never guarantee that yeast is going to do what it's supposed to do. Period. Again, they're union workers. Yeah. <laughs> They they might forget to frame up a wall and just, say that just put some drywall up behind. Uh, they might just start framing up everything. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, we we're we're gonna keep going off track. You guys got to be prepared no, that, for that for the show. This year, um, Big Sis is a tropical stout. Um, have I ever made one of those? No, I don't. Let's call it a Cascadian dark ale. I well, I, you know, it, it it toes the line between several different styles. That I, so, let's just backstory real fast. Um, Mike, that was his last beer he made before, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, I'm going to go it, out on a limb and okay, and and if I can, Mike, I miss here. you. Don't be offended. His was probably not nearly this good. I'm going to say that. <laughs> And, and I'm going to say one thing, too, because his last beer that he ever made wasn't supposed to be that. It was supposed to be something, but we all forgot the ingredients on the oh, last that's show. That's true. That's true. We were, well, supposed to, we were supposed to all brew together. This was <laughs> the one that he made that was supposed to be a Tropical Scout that uh, he never was able to taste. This is coming from Nancy. Right. Um, yeah. uh, and I'm like, okay, I've never brewed one before. And sure. Let's get. I'm up. Challenge accepted. Well, I mean, you were close to, or are close to, to Nancy. You were close to Mike and Nancy. To the family, um, yes. That's to the family. Um, as Big Sis keeps growing and evolving, there is going to come that point where this 
beer gets passed on to a brewery and made by people who have never knew Mike at all, who aren't close to the family, who does that, does that so bother my, you guys? It, it does bother me just well, that, to a point, but this is what I would say. Mike, and I still hear his voice in my head. Mike would say, why the fuck are you making the same beer? <laughs> So I, I, I think that I think that goes to the collaborative spirit that he was kind of all about in the first place. But at the same time, you know, I, I got to say, yeah, it, it bothers me, too, just because this is designed to be a remembrance of him. And we've got a lot of new breweries and, and I'm not trying to put any of them down, but none of them ever met the man. And and it's one of those things you kind of walk a line with. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I, I I, I remember camping out with him and, and we were sitting around a campfire and him drinking one of my homebrews and like, what do you think? He goes, this is amazing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, Mike, because you're going to give me the, I should open my own brewery and God bless it. I did. He was instrumental of pushing me to do, and create what I did. I'm going to have an issue getting a little choked up here for a moment. I'm going to have an issue with a brewery that does a beer in his name that they didn't know him. So I'm not sure how I feel if we go with some of the once it passes me next year, it's I'm not good. sure who that goes to. I don't. I don't know. We have obviously not so there's decided two, that. I know there are lots two of breweries that are on, uh, and it's basically a flip of the coin. Darkness and um, Streetside both did. wanted it, and they both know him, or yeah. they both known knew him. Yeah, which is fine. So I there's. Mean, it's going to be a while, I think, before we start to get to that point where you know but, there's people that didn't but know. My him, question but is, we is, knew this son of a bitch, and we. <laughs> I we we've actually sat around and and had conversations like we're doing right now yeah. in microphones and drinking beer along a campfire with this guy. He was instrumental, one hundred percent. One of my pushers that made me do what I'm doing, and I have multiple guys like the Bohanskis that I have friends with, and they and him, they, I, I, this is tribute to him. And I think it needs to be that way. So, see, that, that's where, that's that line I'm talking about. I mean, when do we say, well, okay, we got to cut this brewery out because they never met him. And And I don't know if that's something you can do because it's, it's become greater than what, what no, we thought it would be well, too. At the same and, time, and part so. of part of you know I, you know I will always be involved in this beer somehow. Since I he, hope so. Since he brewcast, will always be involved. 
Hell, I, I will, you know, not just obviously Cincy Brewcast wouldn't have existed without Mike. It, I might have started a podcast at some point. It wouldn't be called Cincy Brewcast. It wouldn't be no, the, the show that he, you know, he's the one that came to me with the idea. He sent me the email and said, hey, I've got this idea for a podcast. So, you know, there are people that Cincy Brewcast has been involved with that they didn't know Mike, but they did whether they know it or not, I guess. You know, and that's kind of where my brain goes with it. There's there's a whole other part of it that my brain goes with it of him. They would have totally got a kick out of some brewery that had never met him making a beer with his oh, name on it. Just statement. the humor that, you know of what? that. <laughs> Honestly, that's a true statement. That's a true but, statement. But that's also a weird thing, right? But But think about where we're at right now, too. Like, we're at a brewery that never met the guy. That's well, now I, been bought by somebody who yeah. is your first show together. Right. right. So, I mean, you know, who's to say what's going to happen in a few years? Who knows if this consolidation or whatever you want to call it, a brewing is going to keep going on, too. So the, the second second year of Big Sis when we brewed at Braxton, we brewed with Twitch all day. Yeah. He, he never met Mike, as far as I know. Yeah, but Evan and Adam are both there with yeah. us. I mean, but that's it was, it it was just kind of more It of, definitely, over time, is going to start to shift and change and evolve and become something <laughs> else. And I think that, like, understanding that and trying to make sure that we drive it in the right direction and make sure we, we understand that. what Big Sis, what it is going forward, I think, is I get so, that. so I, important. And, and, and with that being said then yes i yeah um but i believe that some of the core individuals should be there oh yeah i don't know if you start like even a a council or like whatever you want to call it the board the board of the big sis i don't know i don't want it to be like corporate well that's that's the problem i mean i don't want it to be that way either it's never felt that way i just need it to be in spirit right yeah. So, well, and I mean, if 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 you know brewery X Y Z comes up and wants to do this, that's well. But I get it. I, it should happen. I, I'm going to throw this out here too, though, because if brewery X Y Z wants to do this, but then we've lost. I mean, last year was the biggest it's ever been, and then this year it was such disheartening to see how many people yeah. did not make it out. You well, know, I, and, and I, I get it. It's nope. 2020. It's a fucked up year. You know, whatever. Again, but we didn't still. really. We didn't really. It like, was, but it was. It was. Yeah. It was a combination of lots of different. Yeah, it was things. a lot of situations, um, and I'm going to take a lot of responsibility on that. But next yeah. year is going to be a big. Uh, um, assuming that the chaos that we're in right now does not look the same next summer, which I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, it'll be. It'll be a. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll there make are, it. There we'll are make people. It happen. There are I mean, people. It's going to be in my place. So there are people that that knew Mike, um, be it through beer or through something else, that were not involved that should have been. And again, I whoever's hearing this, well, that's one hundred percent my fault. It's no, no, it's no, no. It so is, the, it's my fault too. I. The, I live in this house of terror with these kids that, you know, I next year I am going to be hound. If you're listening to this and you work for a brewery, I'm going to be hounding. I'm going to hound every single one of you guys. Um, I don't care if you knew Mike. I don't care if you know me. I don't care if you haven't sat down for a brewcast. I'm bugging you about this next year. I want every 
brewery in Cincinnati to be involved with this. I want it to be bigger than life itself because that, to me, don't do that. Because the, uh, don't do that because the, tap my, my tap room is small and we're, there's only so much beer I have. It's gonna be in the summer. You guys got a door. It'll be all right. <laughs> so yeah. I, so who was listening to this? Um, we're gonna do this in july that's what i thought we i i got it marked and we in my didn't catalog, we didn't do it last year no, or this are we year. saying are we saying Sorry. ish no there's ish. no ish it's always well, ish. ish it's always ish beers are related to beer but you got yeast involved yeah the fucking union workers <laughs> um <laughs> but it's going to be i want to release it in august right and 2020 happened this year and that kind of thing but yes it's going to be on this calendar, and it's going to be on the brew schedule. So this is a big thing, and I'm, I'm calling out anybody in the Cincinnati area who knew, knew Mike. Please, please, I want you to be a part of this, and I have no clue what I'm going to make because Mike would say, why are you making the same fucking beer? You know what, though? Like, the beer itself doesn't matter that it's, much. It's, it's not about the beer we're it's making. It's to be together and hang out and just bullshit and drink beer and understand just togetherness. I, I'm not trying to be emotional on this right here fast, but I went through a lot well, it's of... It's going to be really awkward because we're all going to start crying and we can't hug each other or anything. <laughs> Virtual hug. Yeah, we had a lot... I, Elbows. I a lot of bottle shares with him and... If you knew him, we had the accommodations. Let's all hang out. Let's make a beer for him again. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what it is. I just need to know what we're making next year. I, again, I mean, so do we want to throw do, out ideas on, on if you right wanted now? to do the black IPA? Personally, I know, I know what your thought process is, but even if you want to keep that as a regular recipe, Sean, I think, I think you call it Cisneros. I, I really stumbled over saying that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's okay. Uh, um, I think the beer that we have right now, I, I, I think it's amazing. It's the first time we, we actually made it. So let's talk about that real fast. So yeah, we this never even was, talked we about the beer. About yeah, the we freaking beer right fast. <laughs> the beer we made was a tropical stout. Uh, we used, oh, God, uh, that new Strata. One. Strata. Uh, yeah, Strata or Stratus. Strata. 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 Yeah. And... Uh, Citra. Citra and a little bit of Cascade, if I remember correctly. Um, it was really shooting from the hip. Uh, we really came up with it like the day of. We looked at, we kind of had an idea what we're going to do, but I, I was so stressed because... I wanted to do right for Mike and not disappoint anybody who was doing stuff with us. And it, it, the stress, as you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you guys read that email I sent out, I, I felt, Jesus Christ, I felt like I was ready to just slip my wrist. And, and I mean, I, I don't, stress. I'm not trying to make light of, of suicide here. I'm serious. It was so stressful when that beer failed. And and it's not supposed to be that way though either. 
So well, but, but I, you you can't help it because you're if you're a brewer, I, I, you can't help it. You are you're always self critical of everything you do in so, the first place. I mean, if we can, you know, kind of if I can relate in any way possible, it's the show. The show was a huge kind of factor in stress when when I took over, I guess. You know, we were in this in the middle of a transition already. We knew he was having health problems. Uh, we knew that what the show looked like and sounded like and how it worked was going to change, but we didn't know what that was going to be. Coming and from we the were, beer fridge, you got to keep that. <laughs> we, uh, no, that'll never go away. <laughs> we we were in the middle of this 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 change and trying to figure that out when he he just I mean it was sudden he just died and I've got this show that I have no idea how to do myself. I didn't have the equipment that we needed to do it. I had half of the stuff and I'm just trying to carry this thing on and and try to make it something that it was in my head it was still his show. Well and then you kind of lost one of your co hosts with it too because that 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 sent her down a a spiral too. Mm -hmm. And I mean I, I still don't think she's and I'm sorry to say it, but I, I just don't think she's fully come out of that since. I that that year, that year after of me trying to bounce, I had just had a kid. You and know, I probably shouldn't have said that on the, <laughs> Sorry, the you know the you're in the few months after we lost Mike, I um I had a kid, uh, got arrested. I. Uh, <laughs> I was part of that. uh, We want to go through the list of all the things that were happening in my life at that time. It was chaos. And I'm trying to create this, this, trying to create this product that still honors what we started with Mike and not let him down. It, it, it probably, it took me until the show. And I don't remember which one it was the show that was um, the official number of, I had done more shows without him than we did together. And at that point I'm like, all right, this is my show. Since he brewcast is mine, I'm I'm okay. Whatever I do with the well, show, I'm not gonna let somebody down. I well, guess Mike would have been like, "Yes, please take over this." I, he well, would, no, truly, that was and that's what he did. That was the us. that was the discussion that we were having, kind of at the end. There was he you take always, the show. I just want I just want to go show up at a brewery, drink a couple beers, interview somebody, and then we'll play it on the show. Right, and that's what <laughs> he would push you to. Figure out what you wanted to do. And that's my point, though, is that, you know, this is not supposed to be about stress of letting somebody down. This is about creating something yeah, that, I know, that, that, that is this, it, it's in the spirit of what we all know he would have liked. So I remember doing a show uh, at his house. I was in my flight suit. Oh, yeah. Off. Well, that was a fun show, too. We did <laughs> with, three shows that night, for the record. With, with Steve Shaw. <laughs> um, and who is my mentor? Yeah, it was, that was amazing. Just hanging out. I don't know. It was upstairs. It was upstairs, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah. It was just fun. Just that was right out. after he made that room dedicated yeah. to it, because I, I remember yeah. listening to it. I, yes, and for the record, don't build a podcast studio right outside of your bedroom where your <laughs> wife is trying to sleep because she has to get up for work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Mike taught me a lot of things, whether he realized it or not. <laughs> My studio is in the complete opposite corner of the house now. <laughs> I'm going to say something real quick, just to off topic in bottle it wasn't near as strong as it is on draft holy shit that's a lot of blueberry what were we talking oh, about? is this the blueberry yeah 
It's the blueberry dark charge. Cheers, Holy guys. shit. Cheers. Cheers. Also, for the record, you should never cheers over the recorder that is recording the show. Oh, we didn't spill a drop. Well, maybe one. Well, that's a lot of blueberry. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good, though. Yeah, it is. But that is a Balanced, lot of blueberry. right? That's a dangerous beer. Yeah. About 14%, something like that. Yikes. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's loaded with blueberry. <laughs> I don't get a lot of, like, the... The muffin side of it? No, it's just blue. But I'll tell you, in bottle, it, it tasted like a blueberry muffin. Yeah. So, for for the record here, we had our own. My neighbors and I all get together and go down to Dark Charge together, and uh, I'm sure I'm like the last person Evan wants to see after a long day. And then <laughs> I get off work and I head down there and just get annihilated. But, um, you know, this year. Obviously, Dark Charge was completely different, so we did it in my driveway. And uh, we actually, like, we expanded the idea of Dark Charge because it wound up being Dark Lord, right. KBS, CBS, any any other dark beer you can put in this picture. If, if Is that really different than the idea of what, in my mind, Dark Charge Day is really well, supposed to be? So this I, idea I, I, of the think, block party. I think what they're trying to do is, is the... Uh, the Dark Lord Day, yeah. but in Covington, right? It, but the problem is, is Kentucky is a little bit more strict on alcohol laws than Indiana is. So you can't just walk in with a backpack of, of beer like you can a Dark Lord Day. So, you know, they got to kind of watch their, they got to watch themselves <laughs> oh. a little bit. Oh. I know people do it Andy, in the line. you must not wait. get there in the morning. I don't, I don't. <laughs> but, but people do wait in the line. They do it. But once they get on, dark, on uh, Braxton's premises, right. they're not... They got to right. enforce that because in Kentucky you can lose your license if you don't. Uh, in in pretty much every state that I know of, you can probably not Indiana. <laughs> no, it's actually they they it's Indiana. Um, what I go to Missouri. Missouri um, is the same way. They can charge a corking fee right. for you bringing in your own alcohol to any place that you want to do if they want to, or you're allowed to just drink out in public, but you, you can't, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be a roped off area though. So it can't be like you're drinking, like walking down the street drinking. But if, if you're having a bar and you have this area, you can let people drink whatever they want to. And it doesn't matter. Can't do that in Ohio. Yeah. You can't do it. How far away do you think we are from that though? Like, do you think we'll, that's a whole different, we're pretty far away from that. There's just so many lobbying groups that are going to fight that tooth and nail that's covid rules now but it's point. yeah that's a bit, like it, it, maybe not like in any other uh licensed business yeah i think i, I think but like if you're at a park later. and yeah. you want to crack open a bottle like i think we're gonna get there I, I, no inside no no i'm saying outside no. like if you're like but, like uh, like in so hamilton it, you've got right, dora so you've it, got no it no that's not gonna happen because as a establishment you're cracking open a another beverage that's not sold by that right. establishment inside your premise? No, absolutely you, not. You have the wholesalers that's, lobbying that's group across, that, that you're fighting against with any of that kind of stuff. the nation because... No, it's not. Well, it should be because if you're coming <laughs> into Missouri, my premises... Uh, in, in your doors is different. my little world of, like, barrier... Right. You're cracking open something? Absolutely not. 
but but with door though, somebody can walk in with that magic cup of something from somebody else, no. and they're sir, no, they're not sir, allowed to walk inside. Walk in I, I don't. Know, I'm, I'm trying to understand this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let me let me explain Dora real fast, and whoever's listening to us, Dora is the down. She's an explorer. She's an explorer. <laughs> Downtown. And she's got the map, 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 the map. It's an acronym. Map. It's downtown outdoor refreshment area. I my kids. I love my kids. It is designated related to certain areas for the city in which this is designated at. You can take a cup and get a beverage from a that local area, it could be a mixed drink, it could be a beer, it could be wine, whatever. From a liquor license liquor, holder that already... Uh, correct. You can walk around as a one-use cup. You can walk around the designated area throughout the downtown area that is designated, but you cannot bring that into an establishment. Right. So they pay into something. a liquor license holding establishment. You can take it into stores and stuff like that. If they have stores, the little green light if thing they or have, whatever, if they sell alcohol, yes. you cannot bring it into that area. So they they allow that in Kentucky too, but I don't know the whole details because honestly, the area we're in, and I mean anybody who's ever been to Alexandria, you'll know it'll never really work out. They actually tried to pay us it for the city council, and I'm like, they asked me to come and talk about it, and I said, there's no way this will work. We don't have a very – our downtown area is very small, and it's all consignment shops. Well, and I'm like, so well, what's the point? Have, for us to have that, you have to have a, a, a minimum number of alcohol establishments. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the state of Ohio. But and see, I, I, don't don't know that's, the, I don't think that's, that's the different thing different Kentucky, states, but, but. but it's basically Kentucky's version of door, and they passed it in Bellevue. And I think they're trying to work on that in Newport right now, which Newport makes, I mean, it's got the per capita, I think. That and Reading have the highest in the world per capita at bars. But even, but even like Reading doesn't make as much sense as like Newport. Newport yeah. like you look at Newport and on the levee, you walk around with the beer, like it makes sense. But my question is just, you know, and it's again, a way bigger topic than the, that's not even what the show is supposed <laughs> to be about. But in our lifetime, are, really we gonna, are we going to see yeah. that point where you can walk to a park that has a yeah, a, a outdoor refreshment yeah, area and just crack open a bottle of something. I, I, I've yeah. never understood why it's never happened in the United States. And maybe maybe you have to go somewhere and buy a special I cup believe. that says you're old enough and a wristband or something that yeah, says. I believe hey, Mike would love that because he was always. <laughs> no, Mike would definitely push. love that. <laughs> I know he would. I think he would always push like, "Hey, man, look, let's enjoy different beers. Let's enjoy the different establishments. Let's enjoy." The culture itself, yeah, and so in Hamilton, we we push that. If we I, we want you to enjoy the outdoors, I want you to take a door cup mm-hmm. or a cup, open container, and go come back. Establish um, frequent your your local establishment. If it wasn't you know there or here or whatnot, go in and just enjoy life. Go get a go get a cup of Big Sis. Walk over to fretboard, press your face up against the window, and yell, "Are you brewing yet? Are you brewing yet?" Yeah, calling you guys out. Let's get this rolling. Call, call <laughs> your, 
who should people call to to speed <laughs> this uh um this process of getting that license passed? Do we call our state representative? <laughs> gnarly Gnome's opinions of are expressed only by gnarly gnome. It doesn't area, necessarily mean the opinions of this beer. entire group. <laughs> it doesn't have you, you have multiple establishments. <laughs> grab a beer, walk around. The springtime is right around the corner. Enjoy life. I understand COVID sucks. But, well, but that, that's but why Dora, I think, so is an much, awesome thing. It's so much of, more valuable now than it ever was even before because you can just go and you like if you if you walk into municipal and your your tap room's a little bit tiny. It is tiny. And well, say we have you've, a big tent now. But you don't say, say you've got a couple kids that are crazy. Uh, I'm not naming names, but if you Reynolds. have a couple kids that are a little crazy and you don't, you can't sit down or you don't want to sit down in this tap room that's a little bit, a little bit smaller. Your kids are crazy. You don't want to disturb the people around you. Just go put them in a wagon. You know. put, put them, put your kids in a wagon <laughs> just and get them on up. Get, no, put you a just, cover on top that yeah. day. Make sure they can't escape in any way, <laughs> shape, or fashion. They have seatbelts in them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just go walk around. You can have a beer. Your kids can ride in the wagon. It is. It's amazing. Uh, it is. It is absolutely amazing. Can I? Can I? But that's go not off the topic. topic. We are More already off topic. Off topic. Uh, what is topic? What is so topic? so on our way out. Get us back on, on our topic. way out. It, it's going to tie it in. <laughs> on our way out to municipal for uh, Big Sis Day, my kids decided they want to listen to Halloween music. And to this day, I mean, that's two months ago or a month and a half ago. My Amazon music algorithm plays nothing but Halloween music. <laughs> I can't stop it. I get like I get like I get monster mash like right after Slayer on my for that reason alone. Anytime my kids want to or my kid, the other one doesn't really care what we listen to. Anytime she wants to listen to music, I have to change our login and I log in as my wife so that it messes up her algorithm and not mine. (laughs) So that um, was on our way out to Big Sis and tying it back in. So if you can. If you can describe, and this goes for both of you guys, if you can describe to you what what Big Sis, the beer, the collaboration, what is it actually about? Like, what is the thing that defines this event, this beer, this idea? I'll take this for idea. a uh, I believe it's just community and togetherness. It was his passion that I want to portray. It was him understanding and wanting to have this big togetherness and then sharing of a great experience. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't think I've ever met a family, and I'll throw them all in this, that you could you could meet them once and just it, just be completely like ingrained in this. Yes, and just be completely then ingrained in this whole yeah. God, if thing. I didn't get a hug from Nancy, oh my God. But I, I think that's part of the Italian culture too, like in general. Like if you think about the, the way... And I don't know because I'm not Italian. I'm German Irish, so <laughs> I'm confused. Um, it, it just seems like every Italian family I've ever met, it's all about him. I, I went to school with a guy, and this is my freshman and, and most of my sophomore year in high school, a guy named Paul Mazzano. And that dude, like every time we went over to his house, his mom would give me a big fucking hug, like, 
I've met her maybe 10 times in my life. The first time, hey, welcome in. You know, it's, it's this big welcoming thing that you feel like you're part of their family, yeah. even if you're not. And, and I always felt that way about, about Mike's family, like from the first time I met him. And, and uh, I mean, I don't know. It, I'm getting emotional he, now. Yeah. But that's but he was. I want people I, to understand like why why we do this. Like and and, and well, but but Mike was craft beer. Like this idea of of who Mike was is very much what craft beer is. So, and I, I I want people to get like why. Why? Because there, there's people that are going to drink the beer that obviously there's people that are going to drink the beer that never met Mike. So if you, if you ask me what it means to me, it, it's it's Greater Cincinnati Brewing coming together is the way we should. And I mean, you know, yeah, we're all kind of competitors, but not really. I mean, until until the big guys taken down, we're all there's, we're all in this together in the first place, right? But there's in my mind, there is no way that you can say that a place like Municipal and a place like Alexandria. Our competitors. We're not, we're not at all. We're not. We're not. Oh, but hell no. uh, but you know, I mean, and, I mean, the lines is, get a little blurry as you get closer. All, but this whatever. is all with all due respect. I mean, our goal should be to be each other's competitors. Look, I mean, that should be our goal. Because if you if you're honestly you're you're in this, I, I'm in this for the love of beer. But at the end of the day, too, there money, there is money that controls it all. And and but this is the only industry I've ever known of that could still be competitors and get together and make a beer together. Dude, I I mean I mean this is but, the best community we have. But I, you just where are won we? a medal. Well, and where? if you need anything from my place, you can just ask me. If you need grain, and I, gra- I hope you know breweries. it's the same way though. There's again, this is the sense of community and 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 I don't know if how are you guys going to get this grain back and forth? That's a long distance. So, hey, but we survive it. days. You got to three and a half. <laughs> There's we as a, a brewing community. If I need something, uh, I can reach out to any number of breweries and say, "Hey, I need X," and then we're going to say, "Hey, I don't have X, but hey, uh, the other brewery may have it." Or they do have it, and we just exchange. It doesn't matter. It is mm-hmm. we're here to help. This is the greatest community industry. It is truly amazing. No, I my, don't care who you are and the bring mm-hmm. side. If you need something, you you can ask me. I can ask you, and it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I could be mistaken if we've talked about this on air or not. I feel like we have, but yeah. if not, we've talked about it offline. Sorry, there's there's a new listener every show. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> at least one. Again, I'm sorry, we're off topic. All of a <laughs> no, no, but but I feel like like Asheville is one of the communities that has it together, like in terms yeah. of community, and I think we're heading that way. I think so. Too. I think that there's a couple groups, like a couple breweries, that don't necessarily see eye to eye, and there's always one or two breweries that will not deal with anybody else. If you need but those are me, really let me know. few and far between now. And and I think I think we've we've created an internal Facebook group that we're all part of and and we all get on there and I mean you say I need this and the number of responses you get by the time you have somebody giving it to you, you're still getting 30 40 responses to yeah. it and that's a good feeling. I mean just to know that you got these that these people got your back and you, 
at the end of the day, you've got theirs too, at least for the most part. It's why everybody got involved with beer, right? Like you, because of the people around it and the community of it, like that's fuck yes. That's why this exists. And that's sorry. That is, that is why big sis exists is because the people that make this community up and make this, and I don't, I don't even like calling it an industry because it feels, it feels sterile and and telling you right now, I don't care who you are. If you're brewing beer, if you need something from me, this is what. Unless you're Anheuser Busch, I gotta, yeah, I gotta throw that in there (laughs) for us. This is who we are. This is a community. We are here to make good beer. (laughs) Because all we want to do, they don't even brew beer down there, do they? I don't think they've ever brewed a drop. We all just want to watch an individual drink your beer. Find, love it, and don't even so, don't so, even so, you don't even have to love uh, it. You can you know, sit, you, to, you can sit down at a bar and you can hate what you're drinking. Yeah, but if but you're I happy you do, and you're having yeah. fun with it and you're talking about it and you're not an asshole. Like it's okay. But I want you to I can have a drink great you don't night sitting like, next you don't to somebody that like didn't, your competitors' like beer, beer at the end of the day. But at the same time, it's about the spirit. And, and what, this this what, will actually go to something that that I'm saying in the first place here. Where are we now? What, are you talking like metaphorically or no physically? <laughs> where are we sitting? We're we're at Braxton, Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, so I, Braxton is probably one of my competitors if you look at it on uh, paper. When, when did you say yeah? yeah. yeah. And, and and I mean, I was at Dark Charge Day waiting in line to get my beer on Saturday morning. Oh. We had a, a a whatever we want to call it my. Of, we'll call it my dark charge day in my driveway. Do you want to know what my dark charge day consisted of? I don't know. My quietly, working at quietly sobbing so. to myself, sitting in a house, <laughs> hiding with a, a bunch of kids. I think we were watching Doc McStuffins. And <laughs> oh, Doc McStuffins! I miss Doc McStuffins. I'm to see, I'll send my kids over to your house to watch Doc McStuffins. Oh no, no, we're good. <laughs> we're paying. So John never got into Doc McStuffins. He was always a uh, super Y guy. I don't know what that is. You don't know Super Y? I don't know Super Y. Oh, that's how I taught my daughter how to read. She, my daughter was reading by the time she was three because of Super Y and another show called Wally Kazam, which is not don't on air that anymore. One that one was, uh, Wally Kazam was something special, but it, it never caught on because it was really educational. Yeah. well, <laughs> Especially I, for Nickelodeon. I think, I, again, I think the, the beer that we make is always trying to bring people together. And solve the world's problems. It is. I, I, or or I you're doing to. something just guilty for yourself, but at the same time, but well, that's there, there's that's what there's, there's a beer that we have at the brewery uh, that I hadn't been able to be, brew in about a year. Uh, they internally they call it uh, the uh, man juice or whatnot, but it's <laughs> it's it's called. It's called, it's called courageous. It's courageous. Uh, I self isolate that, please. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know? Let's re. Note, 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 note. So we brew a beer that is uh, one of my favorites. And what's the consistency like, Sean? He loves man. <laughs> anyway, uh, but this is the point of it all. Like, I've never tried your man juice, but like, I, Jesus, we can I sit nice. here and we can we can sit here and talk about it, and it's funny, and it's bringing us together, and it's creating this oh this this 
Yeah. This is what craft yeah. beer is about. We've taken the train off the tracks but now. It, <laughs> hey, off track brewing's right around the corner. Maybe we can get next. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I don't. I, I'm not even tipsy at the moment. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is my first time interacting with other humans. <laughs> yes. It's been a while. I feel like the opinions expressed on this podcast. <laughs> sorry. The. The, the the culture of Big Sis, the point of Big Sis, is this. It's the same thing that we do every single week on this show. It's yeah. about getting people to come together. Even if you're not physically together, it's about bringing people to the same place and just having fun with each other and just like just enjoying the world around you in some way. And whatever that means for you, that's the point of Big Sis. It is. Hopefully that interaction is you hanging out at wherever we're tapping Big Sis and drinking it and smoking a cigar out on the but, patio. But this if year I can understand if you didn't either. Yeah, I mean, so we're what, not going to fault What are we talking about for this year's Big bit. Sis, though? We kind of, yeah. Noam, you said you want something we compare a cigar with. Yeah, we didn't talk about that on the, here at all. We didn't even mention well, that. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm, know. I'm bringing I, it back up. Think, we're circling around. I think let's... I I want bring it out. I want people I, to I, to send us emails too. Tell us if what you're going to you be want. at my place and brew this beer. I want some feedback. I want to know what you want on this. I'm open to anything. I don't care. It's going to be a ten barrel batch. It's three hundred over three hundred gallons. Three hundred ten. If 310, I yeah do, do the math right. Um, so, but again, it's going to be an experiment. So it's going to be a one-off. Let me know. I want to know what I, you would like. I kind of agree with Gnome that we do something that's, and, and I mean, this do is just me. Different. You, you know, care. I'll be there. But but um, I, I kind of like the idea of a cigar pairing because it's going to be, you know, end of summer type beer and right I, before school goes guys, back. Have yeah. you guys ever done a brown ale? Brownell, we're brewing it right now. Oh, what is what, what are you using for? <laughs> and this is just to throw things off. What are you using for your yeast on that? Uh, currently, right now, I have no idea because I am not. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Um, but what if so we I, what if I, we did like an English brown, like where we you get a kind of more rich and flat, like you don't fully carbonate it. You know what I mean? Sure. Whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm all I, about I'm, that. Again, my my guys who brew a lot of my beers. They're amazing. <laughs> and Well, you guys just won four medals. Yeah, well, which always surprises me. I am um, very humbled by that. I know the feeling. Yeah. It, you guys won three of them, right? Shh. We don't talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's that may be me getting too cocky, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that, I think I, that's, I'm, I'm I, very I think humbled right if now. If we're talking I, about I, medals, it should be a different show. Yeah. No, I mean it. It just happened when you're listening to this last week. The uh, uh, Sunday US Open. yesterday. No, when they're listening. Oh, to when this, they're it's listening a week to it. Ago. Yeah. On a week or, ago, or beyond that, depending on when you listen. But I'm like, I think December month 6th. and a, month and a half. We're we're getting ready to kind of wrap, wrap things up. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is um, there's a lot to be said about Big Sis that you cannot cram into one show, especially when you. Uh, but 
but here's the thing. I mean, the, the fact that we have this huge brewing competition and it's hosted in, we'll call it the tri-state area. Because uh, you call Oxford tri-state, right? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's that they do it here and it's the third biggest in the world, that's insane to me, number one. I don't think he understood where he needs to go. No. He'll find it. I think, there's, I think there's multiple spots. you can Are go. there? I think. I wish I would have known that. I think. Um, nope, there, so, there he is popping out the other <laughs> side. Uh, no, I, uh, I just think that that's phenomenal that, that Dow was able to put all this stuff together anyways. Just, I mean, I know he's been working on it for a long time. He's been working on it since I was in my home brewing days, maybe even earlier. Right. And, and the fact that he's, he's got such world world recognition, worldly recognition of his competition. I mean, he's got places entering from Denmark and, and Germany, and it, 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 it's it's something special that we've got that going on in our city. That's well, all. And what I like is that if you frequent tap rooms, you might run into him too. Yeah, well, and the, and at least fact, in this area, yeah. The fa- that's what I'm saying. People that listen to this show, you, yeah. you know. I hope, yeah. I hope that they're. <laughs> like, that the fact that there is somebody that is actually out supporting local businesses, supporting local breweries uh, that, you know, <laughs> that is also running this. I'm sorry. I'm distracted now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the change in the music to the Christmas is just um, else. Speaking of Christmas, since we're wrapping up the show, we're getting towards the end. I think, hang on, let me, while we're, talking let me pull up my notes for what shows are upcoming i believe next week hang on oh i have too many notes of things well, i know you're upcoming gonna go home shows. and open up your advent box yes i believe yeah that's tonight next week whenever you're listening to this next episode um is a christmas show is it we're gonna drink a bunch of christmas beers in theory I guess I shouldn't promise that. You got to come down and get a growler then. So first of all, all right. Saturday. Uh, I will. Not, not, not this Saturday, but the. Uh, Are you talking in real time or in real podcast time? time? Well, in real time and in podcast time, it'll probably be that Saturday. It's not, it's not this coming Saturday. It's the week after. Okay. So this, what is that? Like Saturday. the 19th I, I, or 16th or something like that. We're doing a barrel. Hold on. A bona fide barrel aged Blitz Bonanza. I saw something about that when I was walking out of the house. So, but our our two barrel aged Christmas beers are going to be on draft. Um, one of which is uh, oatmeal raisin cookie, and the other is um, it's called Twig and Berries, which is uh, hazelnut <laughs> cherry. He just said <laughs> Twig and Berries. I, I know. I didn't name it either. The girl that won the brewing competition yeah, yeah, named yeah. it so. <laughs> Michelle will like turn red when she's listening to this because she's she hasn't been in the tap room for a hot minute. She's uh about to give birth to her third kid. Oh, congrats! Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we got those two, the barrel aged versions of those. Then we've got oatmeal raisin cookie coming out this Saturday or Friday, um, which is our regular Christmas ale. And then on top of that, at the barrel aged. Blitz Bonanza bona fide thing. We've got uh, our barrel aged barley wine and our barrel aged, um, we're calling it Blues Riff, which is uh, 
it was done with a local distillery. I don't, I don't think you guys can figure it out by the name, but it's unofficial because their marketing department never approved it. So he's off record with this one. That's awesome. And um, it's a, it's a uh, bourbon slush style beer. Ooh. It's themed, I guess is what I should say, or, or tribute. I don't, it's a good word. Uh, eh. homage to yeah there we go it's uh, I, so inspired bourbon slush inspired. inspired ale i don't know what all we are going to be drinking yet i'm going to stop and i'm going to get something from you guys to drink that night we're going the entire gamut of christmas beers we're going to drink everything from you know great lakes your traditional this is what a christmas beer is to the stupidest things you can think of, um, I, I don't. Christmas beer is fun to me. Like it's it's one of those seasonals that I agree. So um, we don't has we don't of, do a traditional Christmas beer, but we do a collaboration with Fretboard. Oh, the the, um, the Winter Jam, Winter Jam, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll try to grab some of that too this week. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Um, there's there's a lot of fun stuff happening. Um, yeah, that's next week's show. Christmas beers with Brett from Urban Artifact, who is a Christmas beer nut, if I've ever met one. And really? I, that is, he is beyond. I've never known that about him. He is beyond nut about Christmas beers. So tune in for That's that. Amazing. Um, let us know what you think about Big Sis, what you think Big Sis should be style-wise, what you wanna, want us to provide for you. And we'll um, we'll either it's ignore not as you much or make us it. as it is, Sean. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to take some kind of credit. <laughs> no, I, like I, to I I added I like hops. To <laughs> that should count for something. Yeah, I want to um, know. I want to know. know what everybody thinks. Uh, so, I mean, there should probably be some kind of hashtag or something. But no, just send me an email or a text message or a Twitter message. What's a hashtag? DM you let me know. And then what a no or or. Tag tag anybody that you know has been involved with uh, Big Sis and um, here we go. Hashtag a Big Sis. There we go. Just do that and we'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll see it. And um, stay tuned for details of dates and times and you know the place next bring, year. Bring next summer. Going to be hopefully released first of August. It'll be warm That's outside. So even even if COVID exists in some regard you can still be safe and sit out on a patio hopefully it's gone by then. <laughs> yeah uh, we it can is what it is. um do you guys want to want to plug anything before we wrap up i think i just did unintentionally i mean just you know check out social media let, for, let for both of these first. guys plugging things uh god uh just find a safe place and be just enjoy your local place that's all i ask if you're, if you have a favorite place, go there. Yeah, That's I mean, all. we didn't I'm not even plugging anything. I just want you to. Enjoy we didn't even talk local. about today's rumors of another place closing. That's not um, rumors; those are true. I, no, they're rumors still because it's no, not. It's it, not it, officially it, backed up. I have not again, received official word. Um, it's a week old. It's probably going to be confirmed by then. I, I've already <laughs> again, confirmed just, it. I have too, again, but not even officially. Enjoy your local place. Support the people that you love because please, we're, we're yeah, not we're not done with the 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 havoc that twenty twenty is is. This is a rough time of year for any business that has to serve outside. And at the end of the day, whether it's your local bar, whether it's your local brewery, whether it's your local restaurant, support them the best you can. Don't drive across the river if you live in Kentucky right now. (laughs) Fucking deal with the goddamn 
goddamn cold and just get on with it. I, and I, I'm not saying it. I no. just know a lot of businesses are suffering right I now agree. because one state says we're going to stay open, but well, we want everybody to wear a mask, and, and the other state says we're closed. And you know what? If you live in Ohio and you're on your way to your favorite spot, Swing through northern Kentucky or northern-ish Kentucky. What is, is Alexander still northern Kentucky? I don't know. Northern-ish. Where, where, where northern Swing, swing I, by. I, stop by darkness. Stop by Swing by cast, one of your favorite places. Grab, grab I mean, some beer. So take many, it There's take so it much you. good beer in northern Kentucky to get a growler. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, that's, just don't forget about it, it's It's going to be at the end of this thing, if, if things keep happening like what supposedly came down today, it's going to get rough, and 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 your guys are going to lose your favorite drinkeries. So just kind of think about that. Think about like macro versus micro, and how micro cannot sustain itself through this fucking shit we're all dealing with right now. You cannot. We cannot so emphasize drink local enough. At the yeah. moment, it actually it, get, is, it, it was it was like a fun thing that we used to talk about before. But like right yeah, now, this is night right now. It's like it's it's important right now. Places are places are closing. Places are still going to close, and um, they're places that you love. So Look, get out these, there, these get places. out there, support support the people you love, and fucking wear a mask. And um, <laughs> and we'll we'll get back to normal if everybody can do that. Yeah, please do that. I don't care where you live. Just make sure it's. You, us. yeah. Drink local, drink local, um, with a mask on. This is Sensi Brewcast, the voice of Sensi Craft.